Yo, 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 it's your boy Lim Houston on the microphone on that podcast known as Nosy on a beautiful Sunday here in the CLT that Charlotte and surrounding. And you're nosy, I'm nosy, we all nosy, and life is great living here in Charlotte. No complaints at all. I have Cardio Funk coming up next. And matter of fact, all of this is sponsored by Houston Realty Group, where I can meet all your house buying and selling needs. I don't do commercial real estate. It's all residential, baby. So if you want to live uptown or on the lake at Lake Norman, or if you want to live in Valentine and everything in between, holla at your boy. I'm also doing a special Right now, we're looking at 1% for the listing agent. That would be me if you look to sell your, or if you're wanting to sell your house and get as much exposure around the area to everybody who might be interested in buying the house. So I'm only taking 1%. That's cheap. That's cheap. Or we might be able to work out something as a flat fee as well. Now, the buyer side of things, you want to entice people to show your home. So you want to give them a little something, something, which is I'm encouraging people to do 3%. So it'd be a total of 4% out of the sale of your home that would go to straight commission and your boy would get 1%. And this is, of course, assuming that you would want to use me as your buyer's agent and help you buy a house after you sell yours. Easy breezy. Anyway, this is also sponsored by Lim Houston Fitness. Y'all at your boy. If you need to lose weight, if you want to do something fun like cardio funk, mm-hmm. you want personal training, I am the person to come and see. All right, so today we're going to have a conversation about marriage. And I've been married before. I was married for six years physically, and then we have the one year of separation. So technically, I was married for seven years. Well, it didn't go so well, obviously. That's me being divorced. And I learned a lot going through that marriage. And I was, at the time I got married, I was 26 years of age. um, And so divorced or separated at age 32. Um, And subsequently, since then, I have not looked to get remarried. And you, you might ask why. Well, for me, I've learned a lot of things. Number one, I don't think you have to be married in order to have a serious relationship with somebody. So that's number one. But I learned a lot about myself, too, during this time that I've been by myself. So for, what, the last 14 years... I've lived on my own and both my kids are fully grown 119 123 and so at this age the thought of getting remarried really does not sound very fun and here's my position on marriage it's great for a lot of people and I realize that people get a sense of companionship long-term and it's supposed to mean more than just dating somebody quote-unquote dating somebody and for years you know the gay and lesbian community have been fighting for years to have that ability to get married so that their relationship can also look more quote-unquote real and 
bottom line, legally, you know, it, it makes things a whole lot easier if you're talking about trying to take care of somebody who might be in an incapacitated state at some point in time in their life. Um, should that person die, it's easier to get the um, the money or any other property kind of just moved over to your side of things since they're no longer here. So I get the financial benefits, the legal benefits, and here's where I differ as far as um, that the ties are stronger. I've seen so many people get married and divorced on a regular basis. My parents have been on their third marriages. You know, my mom is no longer here, but my dad is on his third marriage and it's kicking in before he decided to get married. They were date, quote unquote, girlfriend and boyfriend for 20 years. So I never understood, like, after 20 years of being with somebody, how does marriage or getting a certificate make that bond stronger? It really doesn't in my mind. Now, like I said, I understand getting married and cohabitating in order to reap the financial benefits of it all. But one of the things that was that's hard for me to even think of um, in getting married or cohabitating or living with somebody is the fact that there is a part of me that enjoys, a big part of me that enjoys missing somebody and not seeing them every single day. And I think that sometimes when you get into a groove um, in a, any relationship, whether you're married or you're living together, there's you take each other for granted. And a lot of times you get on each other's nerves just because you've been around that person all day, every day. You know, maybe not all day. Obviously, people have to work unless you're retired. But I think that it's good and healthy to not see somebody every day. Like, I could never, ever be in a relationship with anybody that said that I had to live with them. I just couldn't do it. Now, maybe I'll change my mind when I get a little bit older and I'm making less money and I'm in a retirement stage of life. I don't know. But even that feels like I, I hope to be in a position to where I either have a home paid for free and clear and that does not have to be an issue as far as bills are concerned, like a mortgage or rent or whatever, because I like having me time. Now, here's my background, though. I was primarily a only child because even though my mom had in her second marriage, she had another child that that child required special needs. So it I didn't have to really share my toys, so to speak with anybody else. It was just, and my other sister lived in Michigan. So I learned to play with myself and keep myself entertained. And so now as an adult and having gone through the whole marriage thing, I really, it does not appeal to me at all to get married ever at all. And the way I feel about having somebody in my life to share things with, yes, everybody wants to do that as a point in time, pretty much. But one of the things that I found in asking and inquiring with other people who are currently married and they range. So there's more, there's younger people who are probably around 35 that are married. 
um, and primarily women, I think with the exception of two guys. Um, but in my small sample size, the vast majority, and again, let me go back, they range in, in age from like 35 to about 65. And the vast majority of people said that they would not remarry ever again. Now, and now some of them are still with their marriage partner. Um, and, and some have been divorced like me, but it was very interesting when I did dug deeper into why people don't find marriage who have, who have done it. You know, people who haven't done marriage, it, it looks so much better than what it really is. It really does. I, I, I mean, I, you could tell, probably say I'm poo-pooing on marriage and I kind of am because I believe that our society is different now or probably a little different, but maybe not all the way around. But to say that you need to have marriage in your life in order for it to be more impactful to me is ridiculous. It, I just see the benefits financially and legally and that's it. Now, other than that, and, and I'm using financial loosely because let's, let's face it, 55% or more of all marriages end in divorce. And then if you go into second and third marriages, the percentages go way up to like 75% or more. So to me, marriage is overrated in our society because we don't, I think people have evolved and changed. Women have changed, men have changed. And I think that sometimes and I don't know if it's good or bad, but I think that being more aware is more important. And I am more aware of the fact that I know that living with somebody day in and day out would like aggravate the heck out of me. It's, it's terrible. I, 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 I've had situations where I've had to have friends temporarily stay and I'm not home a whole lot because I'm doing a lot. I'm out, you know, and then, or when my son had to temporarily stay, it throws you off. If for a person that's lived so long, 14 years without people really, well, and I can't say full 14, but at least within the last five years, I haven't had no kids, no nothing around me on a regular basis. So it really makes it irk your nerves when people kind of come in on your little territory and they don't clean up after themselves or they don't do things the way that you like to have them done or their presence alone is just aggravating when it's all day every day and like I said I'm not home that much but I could see now they didn't aggravate me but I could see how if I if I didn't know that there was a time frame that they were going to be moving out that personally I wouldn't enjoy kicking it at my own crib. I like to be able to be butt naked in my under or or in my underwear walking around my crib. I like being able to play video games or turn the music up as loud as I want when I want or not hear a sound. And that to me is like a, my own personal thing, right? Now, when it comes to marriage, there, there's compromising being done on a daily basis or if you cohabitate with somebody, right? And so I feel like people would probably be less apt to divorce if they had some time away from that person. I think the, the, my personal feeling, and I'm going to go back to the people I talk to, my personal feeling is like it, it can feel like you're suffocating, 
you know, you go to your crib and then you're already expecting maybe some kind of issue to come up, you know, or sometimes more decision making is done when you have to do it and compromise with other people. And so like at 46, I'm not willing to compromise anymore. (laughs) But let me go back to the other people. And when I asked them, like, what is it about? Why wouldn't you get married? And there was one person who's like 62 years old. And she's like, you know, I wouldn't mind having somebody in my life, but they would have to have their own place. Now, she's 62 and she's only been married to one person. And she's been married to that person for over 30 years, clearly. You know, I don't know exactly how many years. But one of her things is, is just the spirit of independence that she has not been able to have for all these years. And, 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 and it's not that her husband is a bad husband. He's really a good guy, but there is something about having your own stuff. And I'm glad she said it because I I didn't even put my two cents in until later on. But I, I really realized like a lot of us are selfish by nature and we try to think that marriage is supposed to be better than what we can do on our own and I'm here to say no. I see a lot of people on Instagram getting going through the stage of life that I've clearly bypassed and I'm like, oh, there's so in for a rude awakening after they get past that fun of being engaged the ceremony of getting married, the honeymoon fades really quick. And even if you've been dating somebody for like years, for whatever reason, I've seen it happen way too many times. Marriage changes everything. Marriage is not, most marriages that I've seen or been personally linked up to, they're the, after about year three or four, That's why they call it, I guess, the five to seven year itch. It's really critical. So like if you if you buy if you pass the five year itch, your I guess your odds of staying together go up. uh, Maybe it's seven years. It's either five or seven years and your odds of staying together for a long, long time go up. But there's a reason why there's 55% of marriages, first time marriages ended in divorce because that I'm speaking from my own experience. My marriage was good for like the first two years. And then when you start involving children and, and stuff, you like things that I thought I was doing right with the person I was married to, because it wasn't attention on her, it became a problem. Even though she was the one who had the kid, had one kid that she brought to the relationship, it just, and then we had another one and the kids and all that, the dynamics change. And, and so even if you don't have kids, sometimes depending on the age that you get married, if you get married too early, you haven't really experienced probably a whole lot of life. I've seen, see it all the time where People who are 21, 22 years of age coming out of college, that, that's their first primary thing on their mind is finding somebody to lock down. I definitely think that for guys, 
you don't need to get locked down or even contemplate marriage until you're actually 32. And why do I give 32? That's 10 years from the time that you get out of college to kind of figure out who the hell you are. What kind of husband do you want to be if that is your goal and what kind of wife you want? And really, it only comes because when you get out of high school, you're still living underneath the supervision of your parents. You go to college and it's nothing but fun and studying. And then you get out into the real world at 22 to really see who the frick you want to be. And that's the thing is like, I don't think that people are especially kids coming out of college are giving themselves any cushion of real time to figure themselves out because it takes at least a good 10 years for you to even know, you know, like really, what do you like? What do you not like? Um, If you dated the same person from high school through your to your early adult years, you probably need to break off that relationship and and maybe revisit it if, if 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 you both figure out that, hey, this is where I I should have been all along. But until you kind of date other people, you're not going to really know. And to, to, to what extent have you grown? Hardly at all. Like as an adult, you've been a kid up until this point and getting out of college, you're still a kid. You need a good 10 years to figure it out. Like, who am I? Who do I want to be? What kind of parent do I want to be? If I want to have kids, what kind of person do I need to be with based off of my dating profile of what I've done? And I know like a lot of people are like, well, that's really too calculated and too logical in in the thought process. But if you're talking about you wanting to be with somebody for the rest of your life, married to them, there's probably stuff that you need to figure out. And there's no 100% foolproof method of doing this. But I guess you give yourself some better odds when you give yourself more time to figure out who the hell you are, because that's the most important thing. I realized that I wasn't a good husband and I'll never make a good husband because number one, I don't want to be a husband. (laughs) But number two, there's like a lot of work that goes into that if you want to do it right or at least do it the way that I see see as being being done right. And then now that I'm older, I've been a very independent person anyway all my life. So even when I was married, I cook dinners. I got kids ready for, for baths and stuff. I did homework. I did all that kind of stuff. And it was work. It was another job. And people don't understand being married and having kids is work. It becomes less of a fun thought to get there. And then once you're there and all these things start happening It's like, oh my God, this life is not fun anymore. Since I've been divorced, um, and especially since the kids have gotten older or old enough to be more independent. I loved it when they were, some people don't like teenagers. I loved it when they turned 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, because I didn't have to do nearly as much. They could do it on their, their own. I didn't have to have a babysitter. I did. I liked that stuff. Maybe I didn't like the attitudes, but I certainly liked the freedom. And to me, the freedom of having a companion that you can love and they not be in your house all the time is beautiful. 
It's a beautiful thing. I think it makes things last longer. I mean, there are there going to be good and bad situations for both? Like whether you live with somebody or whether you don't? Yeah. There's always going to be things that come up, but I think that you can actually work it out easier when you have your own place to go when things get tough. And then you can pop off at the mouth at your crib without him or her being around. And then you can get a cooler head and then revisit things if there is a disagreement. But the fact that there's a place to go, oh my God, it's priceless. I, it, People have asked me, you know, why would, why would you want to pay for two places to live. And I was like, you just can't put a price tag on peace of mind. You can't put it because number one, we, we cannot guarantee that there's not going to be a split or a divorce ever in life. And how much better would it be to have a one bedroom condo or two bedroom condo that even if you're not there, we got that Airbnb. So we can do that. We can do other things to even make up the money that we quote unquote are missing if we want to. But even if we don't, there is no price tag for peace of mind. And that's where I'm going with this. Uh, like I am not a cohabitating individual at, at this point anymore. You know, anybody who would want to be with me would have to know right off the gate that they're not going to get somebody who wants to live with them. I, it's not that I'm trying to be shady about anything. It's just, I don't, the thought of cohabitating and having to be around somebody every day is not exciting for me. But what do you guys think? What do you, how do you feel? Um, going back to the other people that I asked this question to, out of 12 people, two people said that they're, they'd be after getting remarried right away. Like they, the thought of marriage and their situation, if something happened to their significant other, then they wouldn't close the door. But the other 10 were like, nah, homie, I'm not trying to get married again. And they ranged in, in ages, like I said, from 35 to 65-ish. And two guys, the rest were women. And, and it was interesting that one of the guys was one, one of the ones who was like, oh, I totally get remarried again. I, I don't. I don't want to be by myself. It's just interesting to think that we still have this mentality that cohabitating means like you're not going to be lonely. And I guess I, man, in my marriage, I was lonely because I didn't want to be around the chick anymore. You know, and so maybe if you have a great relationship, it changes and skews things a little bit more in favor of cohabitating or marriage. But I guess it's just a big risk. And I, I even have a personal fr- a friend of mine who has been dating a guy for a little over a year, maybe a year and a half, half and she hasn't given up her apartment. They haven't had the discussion of, should we move in together? But other people are questioning their relationship because they haven't moved in. And I think that part is crappy. But she was like, part of me is like, I could really save a lot of money by living with this dude. But the other part is like, I'm afraid to give up my, my, my place. Um, not that she can't get another one, but you know, everybody knows that hassle of relocating and all that stuff. And truth be told, they, they argue too damn much for it to me to, for her to leave. But that's a, that's a, that's one of the considerations is like, okay, now 
I could give up my place, but what's the likelihood of us really being together for 20, 30, 40 more years? I, you know, I, it's one of those things that to me, the risk of, of not having your independence is just too much. And I mean, just, I need to be able to miss you sometime. I can't be around you all day, every day, or see you every day and not feel at especially since I haven't been around anybody like that for 14 years. Uh-uh, homie. I can't do it. All right. Peace out, you guys. That was uh, your nosy podcast for Sunday. I hope you have a beautiful Sunday. I hope you come and see me at Cardio Funk at 2 o'clock. Peace out from your boy.